Good morning, everybody. It is Friday, December 10th, and this is the AM show hosted live on Alphaman. As always, I am your host, R2DGen, joined with me by none other than the Winter Wolf himself, free market capitalist. Good morrow, listeners. GM, GM to everybody. It is Friday. It has been a good week. I think it is going to be a great day. We've got a great show lined up for you. And uh, I'm I'm excited to just get right into it. How was your Thursday, Free Market? Oh, my Thursday was fabulous. I, again, did not have a ton of time to degen, but was observing a few cooks yesterday, as I think the talk of the town was this dust breakers. Dustbreakers um, was a pretty, uh, yeah, pretty good one. Still in pre-reveal, um, and has had a really solid run-up. We'll definitely uh, touch on that. Um, what about uh, what, what? What's your thoughts on the crypto market? Some news coming out from Evergrande uh, yesterday that they missed their final uh, payment, and uh, it doesn't seem good in in regards to kind of the global economy and crypto is kind of struggling along with it. Yeah, I think the backdrop to all of this is it feels like a little bit of a risk off environment right now. In markets, we talk about risk on and risk off as far as whether things are overall bullish or overall bearish. And just recently, it's been this risk off environment, which started with the Evergrande thing going on in China and inflation now rearing its ugly head here in the West. So I think a combination of these things have created a bit of a risk-off environment in general. And while people like to tout crypto as an inflation hedge, even if that is true, in the short term, they are risk assets. And when we're in a risk-off environment, they suffer along with uh, stocks and everything else. Yeah. So you mentioned uh, in the pre-show real quickly there that uh, it was at 6.8% they listed the inflation at right now. Yeah, CPI came in this morning and just blew every estimate out of the water. It it doesn't seem that even the most hawkish economists got this right. And markets are certainly feeling it today because of it. It could we could end up, and this is this was a bit of my forte that this, even though it was a surprise number, it was expected to be a surprise number. The whisper had been that this was going to be a beat on inflation, so to say. So it was a known unknown. And we could see by midday all the FUD and sellers already washed out and things start to rebound. But yeah, today just has that risk off feel early on with inflation coming in super hot. Yeah, I just checked my stock portfolio and it is green across the board. So <laughs> Yeah, that this is and that's exactly what I was talking about. You it was funny because all the bears get geared up and they're like, "Man, we know this inflation numbers coming in hot. None of the estimates have this right and blah blah blah, but they don't realize that that like everyone knows that. Markets Markets do not make those big parabolic moves in either direction unless it's a surprise. Like right, the, yeah. Markets are very efficient. So it's just one of those things that it's bad, but we were kind of expecting it. And now it just looks like everything's like, yep, we knew. Let's go. And now we're going to – quite frankly, this is the strongest economy I have ever seen in my life. The U.S. is geared to grow at a 12% clip in the fourth quarter. I, I don't even – 
this is mind boggling. Like China at its peak was growing at 15 percent. I mean, this is a developed Western nation. If there were not supply constraints and the pandemic, I don't even know. Inflation could be 15 percent. But Milton Friedman, who is a bit of an idol of mine, was had a very famous thing. The good parts of inflation come first. And you want inflation. I mean, the 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 opposite of that is a lot more perilous. And that would be deflation. And we've been in a deflationary environment since 2001 with central banks around the world trying to do anything they could to create inflation. But when you only send stimulus to banks, banks don't lend. They stuff it in a mattress. They give it to rich people and rich people do conservative things with it. When you do direct stimulus to people who don't have any money, they go out and spend it. And that's what we've seen. That's why inflation is here. And it's not a bad thing. But short term, we see these transient uh, risk off effects. Yes, this is the Friday stock edition of the AM show. So, <laughs> no, but it's, it's well, interesting. These like things affect everything. And they do. Yeah. And uh, I mean, with the, the size of the asset class that crypto um, has become, they, it does move with it, too. So um, like you said, when people start to go risk off and they start to you know transfer their funds out of high risk investments into either low risk or even just cash, um, you see the effects everywhere. That being said, uh, Bitcoin still hanging around $50,000 Ethereum taking a little bit of a drop back down to 42-ish hundred. Um, on the week, they're down 13 and 8% respectively. Uh, biggest surprise right now for me is Tether has held really strong at $1 this entire time. Yeah, that's that's that could be a buy, right? That's holding, that's um, I think the, the, the most interesting thing, at least for me in crypto right now, is that alts also seem to be getting off the mat here. So as spot kind of carves out either a bull flag or some new support it seems that alts are at least getting off that low uh that happened right after the the 15 moves down in crypto so alts seem to be firming up a bit and that's positive uh for a risk on environment in in the next few days or weeks yeah, there seems to be a pretty even distribution of like some gainers and losers. It's not all red across the board. It's not all green across the board. So, yeah, I think that, uh, as we mentioned before, everything's just kind of uh, reorganizing and, and shaking out. And, um, you know, only time will tell what the next run looks like, whether it is up or down. But for now, it is just going to the right. Yes, sir. Um, some bullish news, as I like to always say, um, coming is the IMF, the International Monetary Fund, wants comprehensive, coordinated global crypto regulation. Uh, the crypto market's $2.5 trillion market cap could reflect froth in an environment of stretched valuations, argued the IMF. Um, again, this <laughs> is just... Uh, this is just a plea saying like, you know, we have to shut this down. Um, but I mean, the cat's out of the bag. The toothpaste is out of the tube, as you like to say. And this is just a, a cry for, you know, the globe to kind of coordinate against crypto. <laughs> like we've talked about this, you know, vote, vote with your ballot, vote with your uh, wallet, vote with your feet. You are never going to get the entire world coordinating on an asset class of this size, especially with the amount of wealth uh, that it's created for individuals that can leave most of the countries they want and uh, the crypto can come with them. That's one of the powerful tools of crypto, obviously. Um, and and so saying that there's going to be some kind of global coordination is just it's 
downright ludicrous because there's always going to be countries like Australia we saw yesterday uh, that want to um, move forward with these things favorably. And, you know, for people that are holding a $10 million bag of crypto, even, you know, $800,000 of crypto, if all of a sudden your local government says, no, you can't use that, you can't spend that. um, And, uh, you know, this is outlawed or banned or whatever, uh, there's a good chance that you might just uh, pack up and, you know, memorize your seed phrase and fly off to Australia and off you go and live a, a good life where where they favor it. So I, I just think that this is um, this is nonsense. This is just them putting out funny headlines to try and do anything that they can. And uh, it always makes me feel really good to see this news. Tell me you're underexposed to Bitcoin without telling me you're underexposed to Bitcoin. Sounds like someone's looking for an entry. That would be the IMF. <laughs> you think? Yeah, well, I mean, it's uh, they've had plenty of opportunity to load up uh, over the past 12 years. But here we are. Yeah, I just I mean, I don't know how much conversation we actually need to have around this. But, um, you know, it, it's here to stay. It's happening. Uh, it might not be as fast as some of us foresee and want, but uh, these it is not only on their radar, it is uh, it is making them worried now. So one more nail in the Illuminati's coffin. <laughs> uh, so speaking of a nice segue, Illuminati ties. Bill Gates says the metaverse will host most of your office meetings within two to three years. Here's what it'll look like. And the article kind of goes on to outline, you know, what the metaverse is, blah, blah, blah. We- news is you only need two shots to get into those meetings. You need the third booster. So. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the the um the microchip into the metaverse, I guess. Is that right? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> one of the more uh, entertaining conspiracy theories to come I'll out of the pandemic. One, one thing I've noticed is that there there are quite a few people that I consider old tech guard or web 2.0 guard and I don't mean that in a negative way like as an Apple fan, there are certain tech columnists and, and a, you know, opinionists that I would listen to to try to just make my analysis and get my picture of everything. And to see them just viscerally react negatively to the metaverse really feels like a change to me as far as they sense the old guard going away and dying. And often it's very hard to accept so you see this this you know first they laugh at you then they fight you then you win type of thing and they they seem to be fighting now saying i told bill gates is out of his mind i totally disagree we need face to face i would never speak to an avatar okay See you in two years. Yeah, I mean, it's hilarious to me, you know, love them or hate them. But you talk about like the Bill Gates, the Steve Jobs, the Mark Zuckerbergs of the world. These are people that built um, very future, um, future forward companies into, mm-hmm. you know, huge, massive, massive valuations. I mean, for for better or for worse, they've changed uh, the face of the world. And when these people who have in the past always had their finger on the pulse of what is coming, um, because that's how their brains are wired uh it's hard to ignore them regardless of how you feel about microsoft or facebook or apple um the the fact that they are 
you know, pointing their ships in those directions or in Bill Gates cases, he's not uh, so much involved in Microsoft anymore, um, acknowledges the fact that this is coming. And I mean, two to three years is not a very long timeline. Uh, you know, a lot of times these statements are a lot more broader, like, yeah, sometime in the future I could see this or, yeah, you know, maybe in decades or whatever. Like this is uh, the, the, the pandemic in particular has just accelerated all of these things into reality uh, very, very quickly. I think what people don't realize is that the metaverse already exists and a lot of people are already living in it. And it's really just going to be about making it a frictionless, easy UI for the majority of people to understand. I mean, we're we're all fractionalized over Facebook and Twitter and Discord and and all these apps. And we know like the the grand unifying theory of what is going to be this thing like Wreck-It Ralph where we all meet in the middle computer from our little arcades type of thing. And it's coming. And I think, you know, it's I like seeing that these guys look to the future because often these products are going to cannibalize the things that bring in the majority of revenue for their businesses. And it's nice to see them embrace and look forward, whether you agree with their centralized uh, existence or not. Yeah, and that's such a good point. Like they are basically pointing at these things that are going to disrupt and destroy uh, their previous business models, and they acknowledge the fact that it's coming. Um, so it it is really just an adapt or perish kind of environment, right? And uh, at the end of the day, people have the choice of which ones they want to use. So they either be favorable to the people or they uh, they die. Really, right? And, like- and- How many companies just sit there and watch these threats come until it's too late, right? Like Steve Jobs saw mobile phones coming and he was like, well, the iPod is going to get shot in the head one way or the other. We might as well be the ones who do it. You got like, I don't think people understand the size of the risk Apple took with the iPod being the story for them. For Many analysts believed without the iPod, there would be no Apple. And they came out on stage and shot it in the head themselves. I mean, this is what good companies do. And uh, Microsoft, man, if you look at that monthly chart from 1982, that is a bottom left, the top right as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, never. Uh, it's it's always entertaining and and, uh, and fun to talk about these things as well. So. Um. So, yeah, uh, let's take a quick look at some NFTs and look at WGMI uh, on the one day change. Neo Tokyo identities having a killer day yesterday, up over 40 percent. Uh, the floor going from about 23 ETH up to 32 ETH. I have to believe that this is in some way, shape or form um, regarding the uh, frustrations that are with uh, the Sin City riddles and, you know, the the game and whatever Hmm? i know what happened here oh do you oh Uh, go yeah it's i think this is where wgmi and like just watching a floor can get in the way that floor was at 38 when sin city started what i'm guessing happened Mm. is somebody one or two people decided to leave neo tokyo those ones at 35 and 38 have been sitting there for a while that is the floor but it's not like these things move every day and i think someone wanted out quickly undercut down to like 24 and that's why you saw the floor like, if oh, i can if i can provide the uh, counter argument to that looking at the 30 day it was 18 and the seven day was 16 oh. so we got a little yeah, bit of I a see. longer yeah 
Interesting. Interesting. It was uh, well, okay. So that thing's been all over the place, but um, I do agree with you though. The one day yeah. can be very misleading. You could just yeah. catch that one person trying to liquidate a position and undercutting the floor dramatically to make it an appealing buy. Um, this one in yeah, general, no, all good. Uh, 30 days. Cool. It's up 70%. Seven days. It's up 95%. And then yeah, having a great day yesterday as well. Um, obviously a lot of people have drawn parallels between uh, Sin City and their riddles, the Neo Tokyo kind of metaverse thing that they're building. Uh, and I just wonder if maybe people are like, fuck Sin City as it kind of got exposed that maybe it's a, a reskin. We'll talk about that pretty soon too. Uh, but yeah, up, up to a 32 and only 17 of them listed in a uh, 2000 item um drop so <laughs> it's gonna yeah the floor is is uh paper thin on that yeah but uh most people are going to be priced out of even participating so yeah uh pretty big news coming out of twitter yesterday punk 4156 uh sold punk 4156 yes this was one of the i mean maybe the premier ape in the collection a very famous punk who i believe bought it for 165 eth back in the day and he sold it yesterday for 2500 which is the fourth largest crypto punk sale in eth terms though now that ethereum has rallied so much i believe in dollar terms it does tie or come very close to the highest sale which was 11.6 million um two sotheby's we are ignoring the wash, the known wash trade publicity stunt where the guy uh, did a six figure sale to himself. We're talking about legitimate sales. Six figure in ETH. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is wild to say. Yeah. So, yeah. Sorry. I, uh, a nine figure uh, uh, crypto punk wash trade. So this was really big news, especially the reasoning behind it which is this not going away funk movement which seemed to at least get quiet for a week and boy has come back even stronger than ever i mean the amount of high profile influencers and punks dumping their punks and buying these things is incredible this movement is legitimate and there there is a big debate in the NFT world right now about licensing rights. Yeah. Some people are saying who cares and other people are saying this is the future and every collection should do it. I think the truth is somewhere in the middle, but it's a great discussion I think going on uh, right now. Yeah. I mean, uh, punks are going through some kind of culture change. I don't know. They're, they're, they're battling everyone and anyone, including themselves, um, arguing about, you know, whether Larva Labs is right, whether they're wrong, um, whether they should be turning their back on them or doubling down. Um, the funks are going at them. They're going at the funks. I saw some pretty vicious tweets back and forth there that I'm not going to show. Um, apes and punks are going at each other. Uh, and it really, it kind of just feels like the culture of crypto punks in general is imploding. Um, now, 
that being said, these are all worth uh, high hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars. So good problems to have. But, uh, you know, it, it does feel like their grasp on uh, the, the reins of the profile picture world are slipping a little bit. I don't know. Like it just it feels like there's a there's some losing control. And Larva Labs has I, remained pretty, pretty well silent throughout all of it. Right. I am a proud and known anti-punk. Defined by my begone obsession, but we're entering max foot for punks here, right? Like in these next few days or weeks, we're going to see a bottom in the in the price, and we're going to see, I bet, some high profile people move back into punks. And there, this in no way to me says that punks are dead or going away. And while it's falling on deaf ears right now, to their point. Punks are historic. That is, and it's not that they were the first. It was that they were the first everyone knew about. And I don't care how much value you want to subscribe to that yourself. This definitely has value. And that is what punks will survive on long term. Short term utility is the name of the, the game. And Board Ape Yacht Club is owning that. And it's helping to throw gasoline on this fire, all combined with the licensing rights issues of which many of the competing punk collections like Begons or Funks give you complete licensing rights over what you buy. Um, I, I do think this will be a very revolutionary part of NFTs next year and going forward. Do I think every collection needs to do it? No, I think it's a ridiculous way to frame this and i'm bullish on punks now because everybody is so bearish and i've been bearish on punks for a few weeks and months uh so you know so i see it i i i don't think punk if you have the funds i'm not saying run out and buy a punk today i do think though there's going to be a flippening with apes i do think begons and funks are gonna have a frothy hype cycle that that is going to be like, oh, it's the new thing of all of us. And then punks will come back. Those things will die down and find new support and, and things will feel slightly normal again. But I, I I'm starting to get bullish on punks again because the contrarian in me does not like how bearish everyone is. Yeah, I mean, that, that's totally fair. I'm not uh, I'm certainly not expecting crypto punks to be down to like a four ETH floor anytime soon or anything like that's just uh, oh, we're that's, all we, we can all pack it up if that. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a, the market death knell. Yeah, yeah. Um, Perfect. Um, but yeah, you know what? Uh, looking at um, the Begans that we we talk about somewhat frequently and not a troll. Uh, I did see Jake the DGen buy one uh, sometime in the in the evening last night. Um, Jake is uh, one of the bigger um, uh, punks on Twitter, uh, and seeing him pick up a a, a bastard was. Um, pretty bullish on on that and i know uh combined with our own opinions of them and and the floor sitting at a really juicy uh 0.18 i actually bought two more of them this morning just uh feeling a little little frisky like there could be a run up here as the punks kind of start a, a civil war with everyone yeah if you don't want to hear any more about begons you may have to mute my twitter stream for the next few weeks because i have taken it as a, a personal mission and charge to get these things into the lexicon of punks who are now actually open 
well, derivatives. Two two big punks buying them in the last three days is um, yes, one of which I'll consider my my handiwork, and I think that as we see more, you know, the, the when I say these are the original anti-punk, this the, they they were, and they really define what the funks are trying to do. There were so many reasons that this collection couldn't get off the ground from the fact that they launched into the teeth of the last bear market at a very high price relative to where they were, that they were a derivatives when all derivatives were considered a no-no by punks. And to top it off, it's literally the most complicated collection you have ever seen. The traits are still not completely organized by the creators and community managers there. And you'll see a lot of these punks start off buying floors just because it's so difficult to understand how to value a rare you almost need a consultant hey anyone out there give me a call Uh, i'm here but that's why those are the three big reasons i think that they have not taken off and i think the environment is right for them too so i will be talking about begons a lot i love them i'm passionate (laughs) about them and you guys should uh, go check them out because i think they're going to have a move here on all this anti-punk sentiment yeah, absolutely. Uh, some more stuff on Twitter. Pepsi, we talked about yesterday, is uh, doing an NFT drop of about 1,900 pieces. They are uh, called the Mic Drop. Be on the lookout today for um, how to get on the wait list. They are dropping it at some point. Uh, I've heard that noon might be the uh, the time, but do not quote me on that. Um, and it is going to be a race to sign up for that and uh, and get on the wait list. And I, as far as I could tell, based on their Twitter, you won't actually know if you made it until the NFT drop on the 14th of December when you go to the page, connect your wallet and see if you were able to do so. Uh, but in in light of all of these other like big brands having NFT drops, as we mentioned yesterday, this one looks like it is not going to be any different. It could be an absolute cook. Um, it is a free mint as well. So if you are uh, have any, any interest in this at all or any availability, it would be crazy not to at least give it a shot. I think all of these. Oh, sorry. I'm just going to cut you off real quick. Chris uh, yes. in the in the chat did actually confirm that it is news uh, or sorry. It is noon and it wasn't a press release, which I must have missed. So thank you for that, Chris. Um, but yeah, go ahead. Yes, I think that Pepsi and Budweiser and all of these are very obvious plays people should pay attention to. And this this is gearing to be at least the second biggest drop of the day. It's free. And if you just look at what happened with Budweiser, I think you should give this one a shot. I hate how it's like fastest click gets it because we know that people may already be designing bots to attempt to bot this thing. I would much prefer just, you know, sign up for a wait list, pick a raffle. You get it or you don't get it if that's how they wanted to do it. But it is what it is. See if you can grab that free mint. It is gearing to be the second hottest drop of the day behind those little lemons. (laughs) <laughs> nice uh nice plug yeah um yeah pepsi is a free mint guys uh so i mean the asymmetric upside there is incredible because there's almost no downside minus the gas fees so uh, just uh just go turn notifications on on at pepsi on twitter and uh and and keep an eye out for it um, someone offered me 33 dollars for my macy's NFT, which I paid zero for. I am up infinity percent. Let's see. Uh, who else is up <laughs> infinity percent here? Huh? All right. That's uh, 
Amazing. Thank you for that. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> uh, speaking of little lemon friends, did I just, uh, uh, something just unplugged on my computer. I got the notification sound. Are we good? You're good. You sound great. Uh, okay, good. Uh, little lemon friends dropping today. Give us the outline on the whitelist. Um, and, uh, we won't talk too much about it, but, uh, there's going to be lots of action on that over the weekend. Yeah, I won't talk about how bullish I am anymore. We can get down to hard details here. We have a whitelist pre-sale beginning today at 3 p.m. That is a five max per wallet. If you are on the whitelist, it is a 0.025 mint. In their tests last night, they were paying about 0.01 in gas. So you're probably looking at something between 0.175 and 0.2 if you were going to max mint all five of your lemons. You do have 48 hours if you are on the pre-sale, the whitelist. There is also a pre-sale for both Cool Cats and Toy Boogers, which will begin (laughs) tomorrow. And then you will have 24 hours to max mint two if you own an NFT from either of those collections. In your wallet, it is per wallet. It is not per NFT. And if there is a public sale, as it is looking like this pre-sale is one of the hotter tickets in town. But if there is a public sale, the rest will go to the public. There will also be a five max per transaction with 15 total per wallet. So if you did mint five in the pre-sale, you can mint another 10. If you didn't mint any, you can mint 15 total in three transactions. That is Little Lemons Friends NFT on Twitter. And we are doing an Alpha Mint Spaces launch party hosted by Maz with Sonerius and all the Little Lemon Friends tonight. That would be at 7 p.m. Eastern, Twitter Spaces with Maz. And I am beyond pumped. Pumped would be an understatement. Yeah, go check out the spaces uh, if you have any more uh, interest in Little Lemon Friends but aren't in it yet. We did do an interview with Cenarius. Um Was it last week? I believe it is up on YouTube. And uh, that was a lot of fun uh, to have the conversation with him as well. Um, And I see that the uh, sorry to go on a side tangent, but gas just shot up to uh, 1600 as the uh, punks comics, I think, is what I was minting right now. (laughs) I was just like, I just saw gas go absolutely bananas. But uh, I get a crazy hectic text this morning. 40 Gway. It, I'm putting uh, something uh, together uh, at 40 Gway. I'm like, wow, and now 1600. What a day. We, we've hit both ends uh, of the spectrum. The highs and lows. Yeah, 40, 40 Gway I was able to do some uh, transactions for. So if you um, if you have uh, any of those games that you're playing or whatever, um, 6 a.m. seems to be an optimal time Eastern. <laughs> and you know what I do with orcs? I push my transactions through before bed. I mean, I know I'm not going to be minting while I sleep, at least not usually. And I just push the transaction through. Usually it's 60 um, because it does tend to get there overnight. And then I wake up to uh, to a clear transaction. So if you're in those games, push your actions through before bed at a low way instead of uh, paying what the at now rate is. Yeah, uh, you got it. Let's talk. Uh, let's talk Sin City a little bit here. Um, the riddle, <laughs> the riddle after I think somewhere in the ballpark of 60 to 72 hours was finally solved. Um, 
it was it was wild to see the entire NFT space kind of rally uh, around solving these riddles. But they were, uh, I, I want to say, excessively hard. And there was a lot of detail and a lot of information to digest um, with it. But it was also excessively um Oh, God, I don't even know what the word is like. They just when you look at the answers in hindsight, there wasn't that like, oh, shit, it was so simple. It was like, oh, fuck, really? Like, that's what you had to do. Um, For those of you that don't know, it was, uh, yeah, as they said, an absolute troll job. Um, The finally you had to take the city that the uh, the mobsters were from that was linked to your discord ID. So everyone had a unique thing and you had to just put the word sin spelt with a Y in front of it. Okay, so um, like, you know, they kept saying the answer is in the name. The answer is in the name. And I guess like you were supposed to derive the fact that you're just supposed to put the fucking word sin in front of Philadelphia. And and that ended up being it. Um, But uh, on top of all of that, the devs were, were trolling a lot of the time too, being like, is it case sensitive? Maybe we should turn that off. Oh, I don't know. Maybe it wasn't anyways. I'm not really sure. Um, And it just, it just felt like eventually it was like, who, you know, could try the most combinations of ridiculous things and finally uh, strike gold. It was MVHQ that ended up, um, ended up solving it they had about 200 people working on it uh the fact that alpha mint with uh you know about 40 regular contributors uh was neck and neck with them the entire time was uh was pretty incredible uh but at the end of the day it just didn't feel like a satisfying answer um normally once you get the results you can kind of retrospectively look back and say oh god it all makes sense now and this just didn't feel like it was it uh so yeah the other 200 passes were minted out the floor has gone down to uh 2.5 right now um up from or down from about four eth yesterday and uh i feel like you know this combined with the neo tokyo pump in the last day (laughs) might be the market just saying i'm fucking i'm done with this project uh there were reports that this was something that was purchased in just a reskinned mobile game from back in like the mid 2000s late 2000s uh and uh and it just uh, it it felt like they um they were very disrespectful towards a community's time in the end of it. So um, the general theory is that wave three should be even harder than that. And I just can't believe that people are going to uh, to partake. No, and- I'm not saying that I wish an incurable form of syphilis on these developers. Jesus for Christ. The last 60 days. Or 60 hours that we just went through. But. This is a cliffhanger. You just said but and then cut out. Yep. Nope. That's all I got. Oh, <laughs> I was like, OK, let's see how uh, how far, how 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 dark this starts to get. Um, no, I, honestly, like it, it was fun for a little bit. If this had been something that was very difficult and solved within the first 36 hours um, without a bunch of like hints from the devs uh it would have been good but you shouldn't rely on hints that they're dropping within 48 hours later to kind of point you in the right direction it just means that the answers aren't um apparent enough which by the way answers that had no questions right so you had to derive the answers from all of the clues uh people got pretty close but let's face it this would not have been solved without the uh the 
the devs hints on Twitter. And uh, it was also pretty frustrating that at one point they just said, hey, here's all the information that has been um, solved at one point. Like everybody can have it now. And all of the teams that uh, had worked so hard to get that far now just found themselves on even footing with people who are jumping in 40 hours later. So honestly, um, yeah, I'm not a fan, not a fan of this. Yes, I agree. So we don't have to, to talk about that much more, but I'm very uh, I'm watching very closely to see what happens with their next wave of passes. And if uh, people just throw their hands up or if they make it dramatically easier, I have no idea. But uh, but here we are um, talking more about yesterday. Duskbreakers ended up being a bit of a, a cook. It is sitting at about a point four floor right now. Just going to refresh that and check because it's been moving fast. Point three five five right now. Um, Duskbreakers is still pre-reveal. Uh, it was down as low as point uh, one five ish yesterday morning. I bought one at that level, um, but uh, it has just had a steady steady increase as they they march towards the reveal. So. Um, um, and I think that they had to delay it a little bit as well, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I know quite a few AM members got in on that mint and it is still holding a 0.37 floor here. So I'm, I'm eager to see that reveal. I am not too familiar with the art, but a lot of people seem to like it. Yeah, the ownership's getting pretty uh, pretty wide on it. It's sitting at about four thousand independent uh, individual owners on a ten k project, and the floor is high. So, um, yeah. it's yeah, it's going to be interesting uh, to to watch what happens post reveal. Uh, normally, that ownership level is uh, dramatically lower um, as people kind of hold a large amount of them waiting for the reveal. They pick out the rares, sell them for a lot, and then dump their floors. Uh, this uh, this might be shaping up to be a little bit different. If somebody knows when the estimated reveal is, just drop it in the chat and I'll, uh, I'll relay that information. I haven't been following it super closely. Um, but yeah, Duskbreakers has, uh, has, has been a bit of a ride for sure. Yeah, that's really impressive stuff. All right. Um, okay, so we're looking at about 45 minutes into the episode. Anything else you want to talk about? Um, I do know that uh, some people were inquiring about um, Crypto Champions, so we'll finish off with that while we let people put their hands up. But uh, what else do you got going on today? Well, yeah, uh, Crypto Champions was something that Meme God, shout out to Meme God, had us take a look at. And I actually think this is a pretty good case study. And forgive me if I'm going to be a little harsh here on this project, because there are a few red flags that that I think stood out um, here. So, you know, when I look at the art, it's very reminiscent of a few projects that seem to have garnered a ton of manufactured hype through, a, you know, decent discord numbers, uh, some some engagement and stuff. But there's really not there's not a lot of followers on Twitter for this. And when I saw the mint price, I was I was taken aback as to ask point two five for a mint. You're usually a very well-known team. Uh, with a very high-profile project, I hadn't heard of them, and yeah, we even said the Littles was pushing the limits with point one two five. Yeah, and this was a very high-profile project. We knew like there were secret interoperability things going on behind the scenes and all that. And even when we said it was very high, I was like, "It's going to sell out. It's going to be popular, etc." 
these guys, I I don't get that feeling from them. All the art looks also strikingly similar. I feel like if these were in PFPs, you wouldn't be able to tell them apart very easily. And then Cobain pointed out one very, very strange announcement to me. You want to tell them about that? Yeah, so I'm going to pull this up. Um, and for some context while I'm reading this, this has since been deleted and uh, they backtracked dramatically on it. But this should give you um, an indication of where the team's mindset was and uh, how highly they think of their project, which you, you might think is not a bad thing. Um, but uh, just pulling it up here. And I'm going to I'm going to read this out maybe in its entirety. <laughs> and uh, it just is at everyone. As you know, this there is no place for paper hands and flippers in this community. We are here for the long run. That's why we have decided to remove all utilities for the ones who don't have a long term mindset and decided to create an SPA minimum selling price agreement. <laughs> we chose the price of two ETH. To ETH, because we believe that this is the value that comes with the project and it is a great middle term ROI to work towards. How does it work? If you sell or list one crypto champions under the price of two ETH on OpenSea, and then there's a whole bunch of big X's, you will be banned from the Discord server forever. You will not access the games to increase the value of your NFT. You will never be able to attend our networking events. You will never receive a award from the $1 million wallet. I'll talk about that later. Uh, you will never have access to the premium courses available to the community. Never receive a personal dog tag, et cetera, et cetera. Private Zoom calls with celebrities, financial support from the community fund, disqualified from our giveaways. If we all follow this SPA, the floor will go up extremely fast. We just need 8,888 people with the same philosophy and everyone will win big LFT. I don't know what that means. Long fucking term, maybe. So look, I don't want to FUD anybody that's bullish on this project. They have, uh, there are some redeeming factors. The quality of the 3D is, is pretty good. Um, they have a very large community. They seem to be very confident in their ability to execute this. Um, but there's, there's definitely some, uh, some, strong feelings that I have towards somebody that would think that this is an okay uh, uh, memo, I guess, if you want to call it that, to post on their Discord. Um, this is not a good way to view your project. You can't ask for people to give you uh, 10,000 to, you know, uh, what's one well, quick math there to 2,500 ETH um, to build this project, you know, 11, $12 million and, uh, and say, don't you dare fucking sell this either. Right. You are going to sell out a collection of 8,888 pieces. And I don't care. You know, this is a 0.25 mint, which is fucking egregious. If it was a 0.05 mint in order to sell out that many, you know how many traders and flippers you're going to need buying those things. You know, we talk about, 10K being a high supply. And I mean, in a long-term sense, that's utter nonsense. But in the short-term sense, you you know what percentage of every drop is flippers and traders? To say you don't want them in your drop is saying you don't want them to sell out, which means everyone who gave you 0.25 ETH is losing all of that ETH. These guys seem like bozos to even be thinking. I mean, that that's the mindset of your team right now, that you're worried that people are going to sell the NFT. You are selling and expecting to make 2000 goddamn Ethereum. Let's not forget that they're also going to be taking royalties on this. 
So it's not like it doesn't Come benefit on. them to have some post-secondary or secondary action. Um, the other thing in that that kind of just gave me um, some mixed feelings about was the uh, giving away $1 million. Uh, so they have said to their community and the most active members in the Discord, uh, they're giving away a minimum of $10,000 a day, uh, including cash, a sports car, Rolex, private jet flight, trip to the Maldives, and a capital to start a business. This is in a public wallet and everything is trackable on Etherscan. Um, first of all, it has been um, loosely verified that they have not been distributing the funds like they have said they are. They are at least behind on it. Uh, it looks like some have been, I guess. Um, the other thing is, too, this is the this is a pure indication of manufacturing hype. Uh, most people are in that Discord, and it is 150,000 strong uh, because of the engagement um, or sorry, the invitation um whitelists that they did and i think it was 15 that you had to get on this one it was a lot um and the idea that people are sticking around in hopes that maybe they'll win ten thousand dollars in cash uh i mean don't get me wrong i'm not saying this project isn't going to mint out i'm not saying that it's not flippable and as i mentioned he did rescind that spa and delete the message and said you know due to overwhelming um disagreement or whatever from the community we've decided to remove the spa uh I just I get I get so many mixed feelings from something that is going down like that. And I'm not going to say that you or I are 100 percent correct. If you have like, you know, or if you're very, very bullish on this project, just remember 0.25 is a very high mint price for it. Um, and so just proceed at your own risk and uh, and understand that, um, especially if you're floating low liquidity, this is uh, this is a big risk. My feelings are not mixed in the slightest. My feelings are very defined here. There are more red flags than a Swiss embassy. This is <laughs> any any project that is doing giveaway money giveaways. I'm going to give you ETH. You can win money. You could win ETH. This is a cheap, cheap engagement tactic that is not sustainable for any project that is serious. The things they are promising are fugazi, absolutely ridiculous Zoom calls with celebrities and shit. This is this is something I would stay very far away from. I, I really appreciate Meme God bringing this to our attention. Uh, I would not make this your first mint at all. Yeah, for sure. And, and, and that's an important point part like we appreciate when people bring this stuff to us and if you want us to talk about it we are more than happy to um i i just like if if this had popped up and was a really cool project and like i had i'd be more than willing to say that too this isn't just like a hot take thing um but you know as i did some digging on it and i did spend some time looking at it and uh i saw this i just you know, I, I don't I, I feel like I would be doing everyone a disservice to say that I'm bullish on it now. Like I said, I'm not always right. I've missed out on some some pretty, pretty big projects and cooks because I just didn't have a good feeling about it. Um, you know, and even despite a lot of the the missteps that a project like Barracks made, they managed to to make it out not only unscathed, but uh, last time I checked, holding above a 0.3 floor. Uh, so it's not like all is dead and lost just because uh, you you know you or I don't like the project. But um, you know, I I wouldn't be uh, I wouldn't be looking at this as like the premier opportunity. But uh, again, at your own risk, I don't I don't want to dissuade anyone if you have conviction in the project from taking part in it. And I would hate to say don't do it. And then next thing you know, it's at like a 0.75 floor. But uh, I am comfortable sitting this one out personally. 
This is a JPEG crime. <laughs> oh, and if the uh, creators want to come on our show, we are very open to an interview. So please hit us up in uh, in the DM. I feel like it would turn into a yelling match based on the the, the posts that he's made. Oh, free market's just like my mic drop. I'm out. Just me and GM. Cass now. <laughs> GM. GM, my friend. How's it going? No, I was just listening to you. Yeah, yeah, I'm all good, man. I'm all good. Um, just looking after the little one. So if you hear little bubble screaming and shouting, you know I'm babysitting. Um, yeah, no, I was just listening to the last project that you guys were talking about. And it just sounded so sus, didn't it? Like mm. 0.25 for a minute. It reminds me of another. It reminds me of another company. Um, yeah, it reminds me of another company I saw kind of release their Discord yesterday. Um, which uh, one? It's, it's the West Coast Customs. They've got um, West Coast Customs. Have got I think Mini Whips or something like that. So they're going to be doing a game which I've known about for the past three months, four months. Okay. But um, so they're going to be doing a car game. West. It's, it's going to be on L two, I believe. Um, but they decided to drop 10,000 NFTs at 0.95, 0. 0.95 on mint. Wait, almost like just under at one ETH, like 0. 0.95? No, sorry, sorry, 0.095. Oh, okay. I was going to say that's Yeah, that, that was a bit too much. But in saying that, they have done it before because the first NFT, it was one of my first NFTs I bought. Um, Mint was at 0.4 ETH. And um, this is when I knew nothing about NFTs and I saw West Coast Customs and I saw Audi R rate and I was like, oh my God, I need one. Um, so I aped in. Um, that, those, those three or four projects that they tried to do didn't work. They tried to work with the crypto dads with the loan mower machines. That didn't really work. Um, and then they ended up getting a artist from the UK which I know. So before they kind of signed a deal with him, I bought his art. And um, yeah, he produced the art for this next project. But I'm looking at it and I'm thinking to myself, how are you going to sell 10,000 in this current market? Or well, not, their release date, I think, is on January the 7th. Um, which, I'm not being funny, after Christmas, everyone's broke. So um, I don't know how they're going to do it. And they're promising the world again, but again, I don't know how they're going to do it. It's an interesting case study for me because this kind of falls into my thesis of known brands who are going to be using Polygon and other L2s to start launching mainstream facing NFT projects. So that's interesting. You brought it to my attention. I'm actually going to go take a look at it. But I see you already have some concerns, though. That is uh, interesting. It's yeah, a history no. channel show, isn't it? Um, West Coast Customs, they have like a, a reality show on history where they repair and juice up classic cars and, and things like that, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, absolutely correct. Absolutely cool. correct. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, and, and this is the thing which I've noticed. Um, on their Twitter account, if I'm not mistaken, they've got 2.5 million uh, followers. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Now, when they post something about car stuff, okay, um, yeah, it goes to the moon, like 2,000, 3,000, 4,000 likes. Mm-hmm. The moment you put something about NFTs, on the other <laughs> hand, right, 13, 14, 15, 
You know who it reminds me of? Did you see this Ben Baller's blockchain project? Yeah, same, same deal. It's like the guy has so many followers, but what percentage of them are like crypto fluent, right? Like when you talk about somebody as big as say Kanye West or a celebrity like that, they have so many fans that even if it's a, a micro percentage that is crypto fluent, you're going to see movement in whatever they're talking about. Whereas when you have two or three million, it's a lot. But how many of those two or three million for like a kitschy history channel Midwest type of show are going to be crypto fluent? And that really moved the needle, you know? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So it's, it's interesting. It's, it's interesting. And a, a, a lot of these projects, I don't know. They're trying to be different, but they, they just seem like they're rewriting the wheel at the moment. So, yeah, we'll, we'll just see how it goes into the new year. Yeah, I'm going to check it out. How are you guys doing? Oh, Fabulous. I am great, man. It is Friday. I've got a wedding to go to tomorrow, not my own. And uh, I'm going to have some <laughs> f- some fun with the, uh, the open bar there. And I'm sure Sunday is going uh-huh. to be a treat. They have an open edible bar? Um, no, but I'm sure, I'm sure you can B-Y-O, B-Y-O-E? B-Y-O-E, all right. Yeah, I'm sure it's, uh, edible friendly. I'm jumping on that train. I'm going down to the, the local weed club, as they call it in yes. New York. Oh and my God. L- oh my God. I am elated. Look at that. It's market <laughs> research. <not> cool. <laughs> yeah, no. I'll, I'll leave you guys to it. Okay. Right. Um, Thank you, Cass. R2D, Jen, if you need some edible sent to you, bro, just holler me in. <laughs> I, <laughs> I was about to say, I'm not sure how well that goes over in the mail. I'm like, God, I am a cop. <laughs> don't, 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 don't worry. I've got a couple of links in California, bro. I can send it from there. It's all right. <laughs> yeah, we're all in legal municipalities. I, nothing illegal going on here. No, for sure. <laughs> well, guys, have a good one. Yeah. And I'll yeah. see you on Monday. You too, man. Thanks so much. Love, guys. Um, Sam's, I am just going to invite you up on the stage. I know you had your hand up. If you, uh, if you put it down because you, uh, changed your mind, feel free to, to just decline the invitation. It is all good one way or another, but it was nice to getting to chat with you, um, last night as well. It was pretty cool to get to know some of the newer people. Free market has left me up here by myself again. Um, oh, there he is. Uh, are you there? Mm, not really sure. All right. No, this has been a fun day of technical glitches, but we did something really fun last night uh, up in the Moon Lounge with uh, Sam and a few others. You want to tell them about it? Yeah, we just, uh, you know, we've been... Uh, Kind of recognizing that, uh, you know, the D-Gen Dojo and, uh, um, you know, some of uh, Alpha Mint is, is a little bit difficult to break into. Sometimes the chat moves so fast. Everybody kind of has their we have our inside jokes and memes and, you know, we're having fun. And it can be um, very daunting to see some of these, uh, you know, 
not not daunting, but like, you know, there's just like everybody kind of already knows each other and it's hard to kind of just insert yourself into a fast moving conversation. So uh, we hosted a little uh, a little cocktail hour last night for some of the new members of uh, of Wave 3 to just join in and uh, come chat with uh, myself and at Free Market and some of the other team and, and hang out there. And uh, yeah, it was uh, it was a lot of fun. I uh, got to hear some really cool uh, stories about how people got in NFTs and it's always really refreshing refreshing to um to talk to some some new faces and see you know the stuff that they're looking at and the way that they view nfts and and all of that stuff and of course all of these people are of varying experience levels in nfts too but more more specifically just new to alpha mint but uh yeah it was it was really fun and uh you know happy to to be able to welcome them into to uh to alpha mint so yeah thanks thanks for the great conversation guys and we're looking forward to more happy hours uh in the not so distant future yeah we'll also uh we'll also host some like full members uh you know, happy hours as well for, for everybody to take a part of. And, uh, you know, we'll all pour ourselves a cocktail or whatever your vice is and, uh, and just, uh, kick back and have some fun. So, uh, Yamar, Yamar, is that right? Uh, uh, well, first of all, thanks for having me up here. That's, uh, it's, uh, Yimar. Yimar. Sorry. My apologies. No, no worries, man. Uh, so I just want to ask you guys and talk to you guys about a new project that, uh, discord just, opened up i don't know if you guys are familiar with it it's called prime eight planet oh yeah i saw that floating around a little bit yesterday and um i believe i joined it uh there's some cool stuff about it uh prime eight planet yeah i am in it i'm gonna try and pull it up um I was uh, I, I was wasn't super quick to pass judgment on it just because they only had two sneak peeks um, on it yesterday and uh, um, it is a 3D project so it's uh, it's a little bit tricky. Uh, 3D doesn't always really play very well um, currently um, and it's very hard to get a lot of clear distinguishable traits on it especially when people are trying to use these as profile pictures um but i just saw that they dropped a a new one i guess this morning with a kind of a red hoodie and a baseball hat on and a cigar and it looks pretty good the quality of the art looks uh looks pretty nice too so um i'll tell you the tides may be changing with that too if you look at crypto bulls which yeah true actually valid point wow what a cook there they were at a three Point something floor yesterday last time i checked this is a really good looking 3d profile picture project we got clone x which is billed to reveal sometime between now and 2025 and i think that these could start a new trend towards 3d as you know metaverse is getting hot right now we know 3d assets are going to be a big thing and there's just been so much i think FUD and people ignoring 3D because it hasn't worked for the last few months that the tide could be changing. So I had I saw the previews for this a uh, project, though I did not join the Discord. And I thought to myself, wow, there's a lot of good looking 3D projects coming on now. I wonder if it's time. Yeah, I mean, as we kind of move towards the the, uh, the realization of these metaverse, like the sandbox and Decentraland, and, you know, as their uh, usage ends up, 
kind of climbing, uh, I would definitely look for these like metaverse ready things to start increasing in popularity as well. Uh, you know, this might be one of them. What's your, can, do you mind if I ask what your take on it is? I, I'm assuming you've done a little bit of digging. Uh, well, first of all, there's not much on it. Yeah, I agree. Less than 24 hours open. Uh, they already passed hundred K members. It's pretty active. Uh, there's bots, of course, that's just the nature of a brand new discord. Uh, and the team is working on actually cleaning that up mm -hmm. and they changed the whitelist. So originally it was the invite and they had to shut that down because people were just spamming, trying to get whitelist. So they did change it. Now it's more engaging. So that's definitely a positive. Uh, and the only thing I'm a little concerned is maybe they're riding the wave of hate beast is the only concern that I may have on it. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, there's always some a couple of runoff projects that uh, do well in the wake of um, some other successful projects. Uh, you know, even with Wolf Game, we saw uh, Wizards and Dragons do very well. Um, so it's not an entirely insurmountable thing to be following another project. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, my biggest thing that I would be looking at is how they end up managing this gigantic community that they've formed. Um, kind of weird to see their announcement this morning at uh, 9.20 about getting over 100,000 um, uh, members in the discord be met with so many clown emojis like that's something that kind of feels weird to me i don't know why so many people are internally fudding that um but that's not their fault i would assume but yeah i would just i would just watch closely how they decide to manage the uh, a huge influx of people in such a short amount of time a hundred thousand is a, a lot of people to get into a discord at uh uh, 24, 24 hours being open. Right. So, um, and also the other thing that I would watch is, uh, as I mentioned with their, their sneak peeks and their avatars, like I would just, I, I want to see some variety in how they look right. Uh, when you have uh, a drop of, um, 8,000, uh, and everybody wants to use these when, when they're all kind of side by side, like how do they look in that profile picture? Like if you're in the discord right now, um, and you look at the founders and the team who are all rocking the profile pictures, right? Um, like how much variance do you see in those? And like, that's kind of one of my thesis about profile picture projects is how much do people actually want to use these because it makes them an individual and stands out, right? So um, I see the Caesar one as the founder looks pretty cool. It's like an icy ape Um but uh, I, I would definitely look for uh, them to release a little bit more variety in their sneak peeks because I would hate to see uh, 50 of these all side by side, 50 different ones all side by side, and they all kind of end up looking the same, right? Because that is, uh, you know, people are individuals. People want their own personality, their own brand. Uh, a profile picture is a huge reflection of that. And, you know, if if you're rocking one of 8,000, it's not quite as fun as rocking uh uh, one of what you think is a one of one. So I, if, if you have any questions regarding what I mean for that, like for sure uh, we can continue talking. Oh no, man, I definitely agree with you. I mean, you got to stand out, you got to be unique, especially when there's thousands of projects dropping daily and it, you have to be unique to stand out and actually build that community and hold it. success. Oh. Yeah, like take a look at the stage that we have right now. And this kind of goes for everyone, um, the audience, sorry, not the stage. And uh, like so many of these profile pictures, like I can immediately point to who's who in that. Like even just Dimps, we talked about his uh, 
uh, Roboto's uh, pig down there. SBM is rocking a kaiju. Venom's rocking a kaiju. Uh, you know, Maz has got his ether orc. Braves has got the same ether orc. Like those are cool individual things. And like, I don't even need to see the name to associate the personality with it. Um, but for that to work, it's got to be very quick and it's got to be very obvious. Right. And I think that is a big, big indication. Sorry, I cut you off. Oh, no, you're good. Uh, the only one thing that I did see that was unique, and maybe it's because the Discord is brand new, is the, your, the designers, the artists, is they're like revealing them like slowly. They're not throwing the whole docs out there originally. Right. Yeah. So they're doing a fully docs team. Uh, well, they've only revealed one designer so far. Mm -hmm. And he's uh, worked with like Disney, like Lion King, Marvel, and stuff like that. Uh, so that that's pretty unique. I I don't know the guy personally. Haven't looked him up yet. Yeah. Um, but from what they put on there and stuff, um, there's supposed to be more in that realm. So I mean, that that could be very important and crucial. I think. If they're doing this, I would love to see them actually post some links to their socials too. Because I mean, you can. I, I'm not saying that they're doing this, but you can just pull like a random picture off an internet and create a backstory for somebody. And it's nice to see that. Oh, this guy's Twitter has been active for seven years, and like you know, he's got four thousand followers, and you know, his posts go back a couple of years. So it's not just like a a, a, a persona that they've created. We I, I we have seen that in the past, right? There are pro projects that will say they have a docs team and it turns out that none of the people actually exist in it. Um, so, uh, just, I mean, just watch for that. And I, in no way, shape or form am I saying that that's Primate Planet, but those are kind of just the, the mental checklists that I start going through when I look at a, a project. It's like, okay, they're doxing their team. Great. Like, let, now let's verify that this team is uh, that that person actually exists. Right. Especially if it's something that I, I really feel the need to mint and I'm going to do a little bit of research on it, you know? Yeah, the minimum should be 11 years on Twitter and 2,100 followers. That should be your, uh, I'm, I'm joking. <laughs> I was like, I was like, what is the, why is that so specific? I'm like, oh, I get it. You. Uh, uh, <laughs> cool, man. Did you have anything else you wanted to talk about? No, I'm just going to hide in the shadows of this project and. I'm not, I'm not going to jump on it yet, but I mean, it's, it's moving chats, moving very quickly. Could you drop me a, um, a discord link? I didn't get a chance to, uh, to join it yet. Maybe in the AM show chat or something yeah, or general. Cool. Uh, but they, they don't have like the personal invites and it's just have the main one, but I'll send that over. Yeah. That's awesome, man. I appreciate you jumping up on stage and uh, coming to have a conversation with us. That's, uh, you know, always, always amazing to hear from, uh, uh, all, all the people listening to the show. So we appreciate you, uh, even just being here. Yeah, man, I appreciate it. This is my, oh, I'm brand new to the alpha mint channel. Are you? Oh, nice. Uh, cyber babies. So, Oh, awesome. Welcome. Here, so, uh, cyber babies and alpha mint uh, i'm loving it um so i'm glad to be here man oh awesome well it's great to have you well they're i'm sure we'll do it again too huh they're kind of pfpable these primate planets yeah uh, like know, i a little circles yeah it's doable i just want like i just mm -hmm. want to see some mm -hmm. unique traits right like yeah, some, me too me yeah, too some pop Not bad though mm-hmm Cool. All right. Uh, wow, we got some hands up right now. Uh, let's get to let's get to Venom. Uh, we got some time here. the uh, The content portion of the show was um, a little shorter than it normally is. So uh, we got Venom, and we'll get to Josh, and we'll uh, 
finish it up with Illidan. Um, and you'll have to excuse me. I just have to step away from the microphone for one second. So if you want to say hi to Venom. Venom, how are you? Good morning, King. What's going on, boys? Oh, living the dream, man. We're, we're having a Hell good yeah. day. Hell yeah. I, um, I apologize. I, I missed a little bit of the beginning. So I jotted down you know, some notes, kind of what's going on that I got my eyes on over the past like 24 hours or whatever um, in the space and kind of wanted to see if you were paying attention to the same things and, and what was going on and shit. Um, number one thing was Hungry Buns had a really, really stagnant um, rollout of their drop. They're about to enter public sale. And I think they maybe minted like six or 700 units. Um, kind of interesting just because they're like a staking project. Pixel art, really, really dope. Um, like um, pretty clean pixel art, especially their, the chunks, the bigger version, what the animated ones. And um, yeah, I feel like this is kind of a little bit of a signaling of like maybe potentially like the death of staking, et cetera, for like projects that they also had a weird rollout, right? Like they shut their discord, they kept everything super tight. So I feel like had they rolled it out a little quicker, maybe it would have caught some of that like pizzazz, but, but yeah, it seemed kind of dead in the water right now. I didn't know if you guys saw that. Yeah. I, you know, this, this is like the second pixel project in the last week that was kind of highly anticipated, had a very similar model to a lot of the stuff we've seen with a token and, and all this type of stuff. And it really just didn't sell. I think at this point, if you're going to do a similar template, it really has to fire on every cylinder, including your launch going well. Like, as you said, you know, often when you have momentum, if you stop it, it is very hard to restart it. And you see that with with these projects. And I think Hungry Buns was a victim of that yesterday. Yeah, it was decent pixel art. It was fun. Um, I'm not sure. Maybe also the idea of being a fat bunny didn't appeal to, uh, to right. too many people. I know it sounds crazy, but I it, it just I think people want to feel cool and this type of thing. And while the art is fun. Is it something people want to rock as their meta identity? I'm looking right, at especially off the back, of, especially off the back of like all the staking FOMO yeah. and FUD, or FUD and, and just it's I don't see it like you know all the all the fees like Cosmic Ducks like how much money am I spending to stake <laughs> etc. Like you know what I'm saying like yeah and I love I love like Castell and like the project leads on on shit like that but it's like tough because it's just so cost heavy. Um, it is. And I've yeah. made a, a prediction that I really do believe the next cycles SHIB type move is going to come from one of these utility tokens. So I think having conviction in a project cough, Kaiju Kings cough and, and really sticking to that token and, and holding it out, it's good. But like playing every staking project and then trying to participate in the game of it gets so expensive. So you really better have convictions on the one you choose. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, so yeah, I guess the other thing we can chat about really quickly is how ridiculous Punk Comics uh, 20 transaction limit for the drop this morning was. And uh, basically 500 owners bought all 10,000 Punk number two comics and wow. so much disastrous FUD going on about like, well, you told me to buy a planet. We were going to have. Oh, time. no. Yeah. 
Um, I, I mean, the, it, it, it all went live and went down as we were on this show. So I've got some catching up to do, but, uh, I know, um, Scott is, uh, probably was partaking in that drop. Uh, I, I don't know if he's available to come up and maybe comment on that, but I, I'm interested. I'm interested. Yeah, 10,000 to 500 holders, 20, 20 transaction limit. It was gone. And like before <laughs> it was just gone. Um, yeah, I guess so. real quick. I know you guys want to chat with other people. So a big thing that I saw happen last night was when OpenSea was down, there was a hard wallet hack, potential, potential hard wallet hack. There was a, a woman, I believe I was just following this on Twitter and through Eddie Kong's a little bit reposted this morning that refreshed my memory. Um, there was a bundle sold via a hard wallet and it shouldn't have happened open something along the lines of open C proxy contact or um, allowed it. And it was, it was essentially a hundred Ethereum, you know, priced at a hundred Ethereum board, a yacht club and a doodle gone. Um, oh, wow. so that's, that's huge. Like as far as like, if that's like a hard, a hard wallet, a, a open C hack or whatever that, that happened while open C was down yesterday. Um, so that was pretty interesting. Do you want to, can you link to some kind of, uh, uh, something relatively comprehensive on Twitter about that free market? Did you see that? <laughs> Leave it to a board ape to get a hardware wallet hacked. No, oh, I, I, Jesus I, Christ. I, I'm <laughs> sorry. I, I couldn't resist. Um, this savage here, I love it. Either. I've never, I mean, look, I, I, I don't even know how that, that truly pop- does affect us all. That truly yeah, does. It does. It does. That's serious. And, I mean, you know, L1 security is why we're all here paying gas fees. And if this was on any way OpenSea's doing because of some, you know, poor structure in their proxy or, or however that works, that is uh, that is egregious. And they should make this person whole somehow. Yeah. Um, I, I want to actually dig into that story because I'm sure that's something that we yeah, can talk can about in, in depth on Monday. Yeah, that's, a, that's a super. Yeah. So, I, I you know, I just quickly a couple a couple other points real quick, like Pepsi, you know, their drop coming up big companies. I tweeted yesterday. I was like, please don't take my happy place away. Like this is going to get so slippery so quickly. I don't know if you guys saw the exchange where like all the different like it was Budweiser, Pepsi and I forget. One other <laughs> company. We're all talking. Maybe you want to throw up. Um, <laughs> it, was, it was vomit inducing. Like but, they're trying so hard, though, guys. Come on. Are, but, no, like, it, <laughs> but do we need them? Do we, do we need them? No, need, no. But, but it's inevitable, right? Yeah, and 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 like we mentioned before, it it does help um, the comfort level of people. Uh, if you go on 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 the like an Instagram or a Facebook, like NFTs are a joke and a scam. Like everywhere you go, the second that you put NFTs, even on like NFT centric pages, it's just hundreds of people being like, "This is a scam, scam, scam." Or absolutely, I mean, and 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 the Web two brands coming into Web three, it legitimizes it. What's gonna? No, I I completely agree. That's a just a little bit of a poking fun at those atrocious tweets and then it was, it was <laughs> brutal and then uh, it does feel like that like how do you do fellow kids like oh yeah that know. was my response that me yeah. i broke it out <laughs> yeah like they patted us on the head like we found you good job guys <laughs> <laughs> that's how it felt a little bit um, love it and yeah like 3d art you guys are saying like it's definitely i'm feeling the vibes as it's ushering in with like croaks hate uh hate beast oh croaks was a good one too yeah you know what yeah. I mean? So I think that like, um, 
it can you can obviously we can all see that land land properties uh, oh the properties drop happening today uh you know uh wilder world all that stuff um i mean no neo tokyo just had a million dollar sale i could go on and on so i just wanted to say good morning to you guys and uh yeah cheers boys. thanks man really yeah of course uh, great topics yeah thank you yeah uh let's get uh who did you invite up oh there's scott scott's scott scott's here hey guys good boss gm good morning did you did you get your comics crazy job i i did get some comics um not the best drop i've seen oh yeah it's it's uh, yeah we hear it's sloppy um 500 wallets for ten thousand. I mean, what were they thinking? <laughs> it seems it's uh, I don't know what they were thinking. That that is incredible. We saw gas spiked, I guess, sixteen hundred at its peak, right? Yeah, and I say this as someone that's been in Pixel Vault since Mint back in April and mm-hmm. literally have every one of their products and people were saying this in the Founders Dow Discord ever since they announced why is this twenty per transaction and why is it unlimited? And I'm looking at a tweet from G Funk, the the founder, um, because people, well, someone put up a tweet that said, "Hey, Pixel Vault holders, don't buy Comic Two on secondary. Only 350 people got any." And G Funk replied, "There was no insider trading. I simply greatly underestimated demand. I will make it right." But I mean, <laughs> how, how, you make how, it could right? Under, how could you underestimate demand for a, a board ape um, times Pixel Vault right. comic number two when the first comic is at a 70th floor? It's apes, and they just had news of the Coinbase partnership and the Adidas partnership. It's, I mean, demand was through the roof. So. Yeah, I, I don't want to say inside job, but that was the first thing that popped into my head. Like, it's almost like they invited it. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I hope that that works itself out okay, because it's, I, you know, whatever you think of Beanie and Punk Comics and Pixel Vault, Adidas has now adopted them. These these projects are going to be representing us to people who do not know NFTs. So I think we all need to root for them to succeed. And this is scary when something like this happens. Big blind spot. Yeah. And, and secondary is flying right now. I mean, it's around like a point oh, five or 0.49 floor. Uh-huh. It's done 400 ETH in volume. And What was the main? You know, what was the price? Point, point 0.1. So it's already okay. like four four X from mint. Okay. Um, God, that almost seems like a buy right now. Like I'd probably, probably yeah, go right? pick one of those up. Serious? Yeah. I I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like point four. That seems good. <laughs> yeah, not not financial advice. I just wish they had done it differently. I wish they'd done it any. You know, I saw a hundred people buy the Founders DAO token yesterday to get access to the mint, and Oof. you know, you knew people were going to gas for this. I, I wish it oh. had been like. I mean, they could have done two you know, two per founders DAO and let the distribution be amazing for this. But yeah, I mean, it's, it'll definitely bottom out. And then I, I would expect it to go higher, honestly, for it being the second comic. And it, honestly, it appeals to me more than Punk's comic for some reason. Like when I heard Apes comic, like just as my consumer head on, that seems to appeal to me more for some reason. Yeah, I've, I've seen other people say that too. So I, I think mm-hmm. that'd be right. But anyways, there's your... Uh, everyone loves a good controversy i'll say that so like maybe pt barn (laughs) very proud of the nft industry (laughs) (laughs) oh did i just cut i just kicked josh off the stage i was 
I, you just, this is so on purpose at this point. I love it. You're feigning. Oh, it's, it's part of the shtick. Get out. Come back up, Josh. <laughs> we need you. You were already up here, and then I went to invite you to speak, and then I... Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm coming. I'm coming. Oh, GM guys, GM. Well, uh, GM, sir. While. Yeah, yeah. I've been waking I up too late. Thinking, <laughs> I was just thinking the other day, man, Josh just, just disappeared. Waking up too late. We pushed the show back for you. <laughs> I know. I appreciate it. I appreciate yeah. it. <laughs> I know. Thank you for doing it just for me. <laughs> of course. Of course. And. Of course, I have to say, R2G, DJ, what a great PFP you have, man. Yeah, you like oh. that, eh? <laughs> I, uh, I I'm very getting compliment after compliment on that one. It works, man. Like it's, it's just so obvious what it is, and it, like it fits into that little that little circle so well. So, <laughs> Josh, thank you so much for doing that, man. If it's, a, is it on OpenSea? Like, I, I need to buy this off of you. Like, go, go, oh, go, well, do that. I'll, I'll go mint it. You don't you don't have to buy it, obviously, but I'll I'll mint it so it's on chain and you can uh, yeah. Okay, well, I would like to buy it off you, but you 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 make that call. Uh, you guys can pay me in uh, in in Star Wars. <laughs> oh, that's the play here, eh? Oh wow! They want your wolfies. Mm. They want your wolf. Ten thousand followers. That Star Wolf account hit this morning on six tweets yeah yeah pretty oh, wild wow and the amount of hype people have around it on twitter including myself yeah i just got i just got swept up in it all it's me <laughs> thank you so what's going on with you today oh not too much i am super excited for lemon friends coming up here oh, the talk God. of the town we talked about it a little bit <laughs> no no just once just once um so super pumped for that uh i was also i get what i wanted to ask about were some of these small projects we stumble upon especially here in the discord one of the ones i'm thinking of specifically is like ronin cats Mm -hmm. which is like this cute you know kind of pixelated cat arty kind of stuff it's just fun it's cool but it's a small discord you know, there's maybe a thousand people. In it didn't feel small the other day. <laughs> right. The ban Rajesh moment. The, the legendary NFT meme coming out of that discord. Yeah. My God. Yes. It's stuff. But I guess I, well, I'm just curious about how you guys think about sort of smaller projects. They haven't they haven't picked up momentum yet. They haven't gotten traction yet. When you look at them beyond like the obvious ones, like how strong and active is the community? cool and people is the art like what do you guys look at in these kinds of things to kind of get a feel for if you want to get in there stay active and eventually mint this is such a good question and i really hate one of the answers i'm about to give which is the je ne sais quoi right because like when you look at some other pixel projects like Hungry Buns was just mentioned, right? It looks like everything is correct. It's the right art for the right time with the right model and all that stuff. I don't think Ronin Cats fits in that category. There's something there and it's very hard for me to put my finger on it. We don't know a lot about the project. It does seem that it's going to be pretty low supply. The art is very nice, but we know that We've seen other very nice art fails. So what is it there where there's something? I don't know. I I do think 
initial good vibes in the community. Like there's always a viral moment. And for them, it was the ban Rajesh moment. And even now, if people joining the Discord have no idea about that, a few hundred people bonded over that. That makes me come back in and say GM. That makes me check on the project. We definitely like the art. And they're also implying that there's a little more to it. You know, that's always a good thing if they're implying there's something more than what you see, but we don't want to quite get to it yet. As long as they're not doing it in a inorganic and manufactured way, those are kind of the things I look for. But it does it. I don't know. It has this je ne sais quoi to me. So maybe Cobain has a thought, too. Yeah, well, if we're talking specifically about Ronin Cats, like yeah, the, the they they opened up a channel called When Ban Rajesh, and it's like <laughs> st- still active too. And like I, I don't know, there was just like it's like you said, it had that moment. It was fun, and, and maybe that is just specific to Alpha Mint uh, in in general because we were all in, in on that joke while it was happening. Um, but uh, but yeah, you know. I thought it was indicative of them as uh, community managers that they embraced the fun by creating a channel of it. Uh, they didn't just start screaming like, stop ruining our party. They did <laughs> politely ask us to chill out and turn uh, sl- slow mode on. But, um, you know, it was an engagement kind of whitelist that they did. And uh, I mean, they were cognizant of the fact that when you do those engagement things, people are just going to spam. And they allowed people that were having fun with it and continue to have fun right they didn't do this like we just want genuine community like and you know you don't i I, maybe they did that a little bit but they they backed off but um yeah you can't do an engagement whitelist competition and and expect everybody in there to be grinding through legitimate fun conversation right so uh that was uh that was cool yeah Lemon lemon vibes. You know what? I think a lot of it also goes back to the expectations that the team are setting. Um, the little lemon friends in their discord, he never really set the expectation that this was coming immediately. He never set the expectation that this is going to a five ETH floor. He was just in there having fun, engaging with people, giving away discord nitros. And uh, when you set those expectations, the... Um, when the drop doesn't happen as immediate as everybody seems to demand it to, uh, it's not as detrimental to the project. I think it's when you invite those 150,000 people into your discord within the first 24 hours. Well, if you're not ready to launch in three days, like a large percentage of those people are going to, they're just going to move on. Right. Um, and, and even just that expectation of, holy shit, this is hype. There's so many people in here. This has all happened so quickly. And they're, you know, beating the drum on Twitter saying, you know, hundred and hundred thousand and 30,000 followers. And, you know, how does this happen? Like they are setting an expectation that this is hype. Um, and when things are hype, it, 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 the expectation is that it happens quickly. Right. And so if they're not going to drop for a month, like that could be really bad for their project. Love that. Yeah. 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 It's, it's such an interesting space with these smaller up and coming projects, you know, the stuff that doesn't get that massive influx. I feel like it's much harder to analyze, but it is a lot more intuitive in a way. Like market was saying, like there is a, Hey, does this just feel right? Has the community got the vibes? Are they like setting realistic expectations or, you know, knowing not to do too solid of a, you know, defined roadmap and kind of leaving it, leaving it there to, to grow. I love all that. So 
Cool. Appreciate it, guys. Yeah. Yeah, you got it. Under promise, over deliver. This should this should be everybody's motto if you're running an NFT project or a company. You under promise and you over deliver. All right. Uh, let's bring up uh, in business. Uh, I know he's put his hands up a couple of times in the past and we haven't been able to get to him. Um, One of the 500 wallets that botted the shit out of the, uh, <laughs> out of the Pixel Vault uh, drop coming up to tell us about his score. Well, thanks to you guys. Uh, I, I, I That's what we're here for. I woke up, woke up a little late today and I hear uh, I pop on the AM and hear 1600 Gwe and I was like, it happened. <laughs> I ran over to my computer and I was like, I missed every my business. I see it like still counting down. I was like, wow, okay, this is gone. Yeah, people, I guess a lot of the people in Pixel Vault, you know, they just put 500 or 700 and we're just hoping that they. Yeah, they, they, yeah, knowing you, I, I bet you sent it. Oh yeah, I sent it. I, I was like, this is. I, I I think I sent like two thousand max, and you know, priority. I think Baseway was at like eleven hundred at the time. You know, a lot of times if you see base at eleven hundred, you don't you don't really need to have that high of a priority fee. Uh, I mean, like seventy five or a hundred will do it. You're going to pay twelve hundred, but you're just going to pay twelve hundred max. Right. So, uh, so I got, you said 14 of them, right? Yeah. Yeah. I had, I actually, I, I, I had to move some money around a wallet cause I wasn't expecting it to be 0.2 or whatever. So I was just like calling, <laughs> I think I paid like 30 bucks just to do a transfer from one wallet to another. Cause I had to do the transfer at, you know, or a hundred bucks to do the transfer. Cause I had to do the transfer at 1200. <laughs> gotcha. Okay, so yeah. That, yeah. uh, I think that's going to be a good pickup. I, I mean, so. how many how many times have we said it though? Almost, almost every time when you know if it comes out of nowhere and there's gas, maybe it's like uh you know like we see a like a stealth mint and there's a gas form. Maybe that one is a fluke. But any time <clears throat> that these like expected drops go high, way like I don't I, you I mean think about it for you guys. Which one of these would not have made you money paying the high gas? None, all of them. That they're always they're you know getting into a gas war is profitable if you could win. Yeah, if you can win, and if you're willing to send it for sure, it does make people that are sitting in low liquidity difficult for them to participate. Though, yeah, don't even try. Other other strategies for that definitely puts a pit in your stomach, right? But it's just so weird how many times like you you don't pay the fifteen hundred guay. And then you're sitting there on the secondary with FOMO and things three times the price that it was with the gas. Mm-hmm. And you're like, ah, so this time I was, I was like, this is going to be a full send for me. So and, and I think it worked, it's a good, good bet. Good bet to have conviction on, in my opinion, regardless of the short term uh, action here. But it is up 20 percent even since Scott came on to tell us about the drop. Ah. Yeah. And I mean, with those with those, I guess with this one, it, with the low holder count, you know, I think this is very much a non-flipper market of product. Mm-hmm. So these holders are just going to squirrel those or most of those away. I, um, I, I would think so. There, there may be a, a some supply come on, but I, I tend to agree with you there. Uh, you know, a little bit, but I was just checking on it. And I think there are 264 for sale right now. So if wow. you were thinking about grabbing one, you know, now... I, I think I looked at it. There's a wall right now at like 0.5, and then it's pretty much clear skies to one ETH. 
So, yeah, I mean, that um, can be a little deceptive too, though, because a lot of people only list um, when they're trying to like sell, sell into the volume. Right. So um, once that floor kind of approaches the 0.5 ETH and uh, it's not getting eaten at as fast as everybody thinks it should be, then people start to undercut and back down you go. Not saying that'll happen here, um, but but yeah, I totally get what you're saying. But we definitely know that, you know, when we see collections that have smaller listing counts, we tend to see a lot more volatility in. hundred percent. Yeah. hundred percent. Both up and both up and down. So I would, you know, probably we'll see some funky whipsaws in the pricing of punks comics today. That'll be an interesting one to just like, if if anybody's, uh, I would say for beginners, if you know, it definitely would be a good thing. Go to the activity page of that, uh, of that list. Um, of Punk's comic too, and just watch the price action on that over throughout the day to kind of see the how those ebb and flow. If, you know, maybe not jump into it if you don't know what you're doing. But that's a that's actually um, a great piece of advice is to like watch those high profile drops and watch how they kind of move and uh, and ebb and flow throughout the day. I've done that so many times where I'll just I'll put the sales and I'll put the listings on and uh, I have no skin in the game and just kind of see how it all plays out. And, uh, you know, you start to internalize a lot of that information and you start to get that like, you know, that gut feeling, which is really just the uh, the accumulation of all of the knowledge you've, you've acquired. And, you know, your gut isn't always right. And sometimes the market surprises you. But the more that you can kind of internalize that information, um, the more you'll probably just have a, a good feel for things, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you guys what, what are you guys most excited about today besides Little Lemon Friends? That's pretty much the side. The yeah, size? the only thing. No, uh, the Pepsi. Yeah, yeah, Pepsi, Pepsi thing, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. right. Uh, and then we did. Uh, how many people did anybody else drop? Jump on the recur thing yesterday. Uh, what was that? Um, what was it that for? Still be open. So recur was the one I was putting some due diligence in the in the thread. I think hologram jumped on it. Uh, they are a venture back. They did a like a, a, a $40 million seed uh, seed round at a $450 million valuation back in September. And, you know, I looked at them. It was the Recur Forever, I think, is uh, is the website. Uh, R-E-C-U-R. Uh, they have, like, the Hello Kitty brand. They're going to be doing the NFTs for Hello Kitty and uh, Viacom, all of Viacom, so all of Nickelodeon stuff. They got, like... Um, I, they seem to be poised to be a relatively large player in the space. Gary Vee tweeted about it yesterday. They were selling their mint pass basically for 24 hours. There was no limit on the number of them that they were going to sell. So that's that was a little difficult. Um, I think the sale is done, though. It looks like I'm on the website right now, and I think the sale is now. Is, is, is it done? I think, it, I think I thought it was like another two hours left on it. It may be. I just I just went to recurforever.com and I didn't I couldn't see it. So it's possible that like you have to put your email in. But it's it was a three hundred dollar drop, and it just seemed like a very high with, with the kind of numbers we've seen coming out of like Budweiser and um, the NFL drop. It just seemed like for projects that have really good IP and not necessarily like Katy Perry's you know new tour NFT, but like long-standing ip projects like i think hello kitty would definitely qualify as one that's going to have high demand right i think you guys would agree with that or no 
Yes. I Nickelodeon too. I think that's what was gotten me really excited. Yeah, like Rugrats and, and all of that stuff. Um, I think those are going to be for $300 as a mint pass. Um, and it, uh, I, I just think that that's, that's a, a very, not very inexpensive. I mean, we, we buy NFTs that have that gas cost. It, I don't like that they're going to be doing all of their NFTs on Polygon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I think you guys would be with me on that one. But with the IP that they have collecting, they seem to be the one of the companies that's going to offer crypto or, or fiat purchase and um, be kind of, you know, they're, they're, they're trying to get into that on-ramp play of, you know, the normie brands of NFTs into the masses. So, yeah. I, I, cool. Oh, yeah. Definitely have to. Uh, properties, gotta see them, gotta check it out. Watch the recur. Yeah, I heard a couple of people talking about that yesterday. But uh, thanks for popping up in business, and uh, thanks for kind of giving us the the DL on the the Thank punks comic too. I would have gone out my morning and then checked in twenty minutes later and cried myself to for the rest of the day until I saw my beautiful lemon friends in my wallet. Just don't forget about us when you're uh, one of the big whales in the space. Okay. <laughs> Cool, man. Eldon, what's going on? We're going to finish it off with, uh, with you, my friend. Yeah, no worries. I, uh, I half forgot what I was going to talk about. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, you had your hand but, up for uh, a long time. I appreciate your, your patience. Yeah, no, no, no worries. Um, one of the things I think I was going to mention was uh, over the weekend, Croaks will also be minting. I know a few people were kind of keen on it, so I don't know if people uh, just want a quick reminder on that. I think it's, I believe it's minting on the 11th, which is uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah. So, um, so that should be good. I mean, if you, I think if you hold the cryptodes, you're automatically whitelisted and a few other things like that. But it's not a, it's not a huge supply. I think it's like 5k or 6k, something like that. But it it does seem to be one that a lot of people are very keen on. It's got original art, three um, D as well, and uh, there's been a bunch of bunch of hype around it. So that seems to be good. I'm gonna try and get it on that one's uh, public sale because I I don't have a crypto, so gonna have a look at that one. And uh, this one is um, I, ha- I I have. Uh... PTSD from uh, any Toad's derivatives plus the 3D profile yeah. picture uh, combined. I'm just like, oh, but I want to. I'm I'm with you on that. I have a lot of a uh, lot of Toad slash Frog related uh, PTSD. That slash Toad <laughs> as well, which I uh, I minted a ton of and then got fudded out of, and watched them rip from friggin' 0.02 to like a four eighth floor. So. <laughs> Yeah, but um, that's going. That's on. And uh, there was something else I was gonna say. I forgot. Uh, oh, when Scott came on about um, what the hell were punks thinking? It's it's kind of weird that like a lot of these what you would call big established sort of brands in the space seem to be kind of just fucking it up um, at the moment. Uh, like like what are your thoughts or, or comments on that? Because um, I mean that one's a bit weird because there's no. There's no doubt that they would have been able to sell that out, right? Like if they put the limits in, it still would have been able to to get sold out. But it just got me thinking, like, so are some of these guys just uh, doing that? Like some of the big ones, right? Like this uh, good old Clown X. Are they doing that to make sure they've got cash in now because they're thinking in the back of their head that, you know, maybe a top is nearing and they just want to get all the money in now and so that way they've got their runway? I, like... Personally, believe that this is 
you know, these are teams that have to understand what they're doing and what's going on and, you know, what the market wants and what their holders want and stuff like that. Um, and the fact that they would go ahead and do this anyways, like kind of free market said, like, how would they not have realized what the demand behind this was? That seems like such a weird statement to me. Uh, so, I mean, I don't want to get like too like conspiracy theory oriented, but I, half of me wonders if they just do it anyways, because um, kind of as the conversation happened before, like a lot of these people, they're going to mint 20 and they're going to squirrel a ton of them away. They're going to restrict the supply and the floor price is going to go, you know, kind of parabolic based on the demand of everybody trying to scoop them up off the secondary. Right. Because um you know, even a 0.5 ETH floor seems pretty palatable when you know that the other ones are up to four or five, six, seven ETH, right? <clears throat> 0.65. 0. 0.65 now? Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. So, how much was that? That was, that was 0.05 <clears throat> to mint, right? Point 0.1, I believe they said. Yes, 0.1. Right. Yeah. right. And, and with gas, you're looking at what, like 0. 0.3, I guess. So I guess like I just got to believe that these teams are aware of what they're doing. It just seems so disingenuous to be like, we had no idea. Like, you know, you've been in the NFT space long enough and certainly you haven't just stuck within your bubble uh, these last, you know, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine months. And um, I I just I don't know. I just (laughs) doesn't he own the punk with the clown nose? (laughs) No, so. that would be the artifact founder. <laughs> Pointless dig. Are we at four yet? Every time we get to 3.99, some goddamn mother son of a whatever throws 20 on the floor and we go back to 3.8. Yeah. 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 I mean, oh my god! I'm just gonna let you guys commiserate with each other over fucking Clonex. <laughs> why is it five? Why is it only four? Why are my JPEGs only sixteen thousand dollars? Why can't they yeah. be twenty? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, hopefully they reveal soon. Hopefully they reveal. Soon. Do, are you still holding? Are you still holding? Yes. Yes. yes ah, boy. I'm glad it's gonna work out for you. I think. I, I hope so. I hope so. I'm just I think there's one more DNA. Videos. There's one more DNA for them to leak. So you know how they've been leaking the different uh, types? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think there's yeah. one more to leak, then they'll announce a reveal is coming. Yeah, yeah. Well, what was it? What was it? Seven DNAs that are available. So they're, uh, they're leaking one per day to squeeze out that full week of pre-reveal. But um, I don't know. Maybe they expected the floor price to get a little bit higher. Still trading yeah, at an incredible 12.5% royalty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. What I was going to say, but then again, they uh, they massively disincentivize trading. So I, I don't know. Let's see. Let's see what happens. But to the I tune of ten thousand, ten thousand ETH. In the oh my god! Sense. Is it that high now? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. 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 That means they have made themselves another cool one thousand ETH, almost <laughs> enough to fund everybody. Intent. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well played, but, sir. Um, but uh, yeah, I have, I have a feeling what they're going to do is they're going to wait till like fucking Sunday night to uh, do that reveal. Well, let's get them up to six before. Hopefully then. they're not I'm in competition with Lemon Friends because Lemon Friends going to just crush them. <laughs> crush them. Crush yeah. Take the wind out of their sails. I won't cry in the least when they get flipped by little lemon friends. It'll, it'll be a happy day. I mean, I mean, it'll be it'll be a it'll be a much better return. That's for sure. Right? It's, that'll be that'll be Ooh, that boy. will that will be like a hundred and fifty x x return. 
on yes, uh, Little Lemon Friends. So yeah, sign me up for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I think that's that's more or less for, um, what I uh, what I wanted to mention. Just remind uh, that Croaks is on. There, there's something else going on over the weekend as well, but I, I can't remember. I almost brought up Sin City with you, and I'm just not going to go there. So I'll leave that one alone. Uh, no, I, I was gonna I was gonna say a few things about it, but it's. it's we talked about it at the start of the show, and I think you covered most of it. This is a family-friendly show, too, and we know the kind of language that once you start ramping up. So we'll just finish it off there. I was very family-friendly uh, I mean, when we were A-R- talking about Sin City. <laughs> ARG, ARG is uh, ARG three, I believe, is meant to be live straight away. So I mean, I don't know how many people are going to be going. Sorry, he is about to be live. No, <laughs> no, that third, that third hunt. Um, oh. I believe we're live straight away. So I don't know how many people are actually going after that one. Or uh, We miss you, know, you I, Andrew. I think... We're talking about you, Andrew. SG. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, this this time we'll leave it. So I think uh, we'll wait 72 hours for them to give half the answers. And, uh, yeah, then we'll jump on it. Yeah, it's so true. All you have to do is wait for them to catch you up, and then you can start with a fresh mind. So there you go. Uh, they brick pretty hard, though. They went down a two. Uh, from four and a half. I'm happy to see it too. I, I just I I like when the market decides to reject this bullshit. Uh, but it's back up to point two seven five. So there you go, or two point seven five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like as as I mean, not to fucking go on about this again and again, right? But <laughs> I mean, it's, it's it is literally a reskinned game where they've added NFTs. But something I realized yesterday, going over it again, is they've not just added NFTs. They've added NFTs and DeFi both. So, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that actually um, plays out. Yeah, I think we'll probably do like an unpacking of everything once uh, probably the fourth wave sells out and we get a little bit more information about how the entire thing is going to work. But uh, yeah, until then, I've just uh, I've exhausted myself participating in it. I've exhausted myself talking about it and uh, I just want it to be over. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I just went out and... uh bought halo so i'm gonna play halo for a few days i think there you go <laughs> like i actually went out and just bought a fucking xbox today like all right i need a break <laughs> amazing <laughs> oh your wife thanks you all right so we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna finish it off there um that seems like a good place to stop talking and uh <laughs> we'll uh we'll uh we'll we'll pick it back up on monday morning but uh free market you want to finish this off with anything else yeah, good luck at the tables, guys. Yeah, it should be a great weekend. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, we will be back at this Monday morning. 9.30 is the usual time now. Uh, for anybody that showed up late, missed any of the episodes, we're going to be recording this, as always, for YouTube and Spotify. Um, and please keep a lookout on the weekend. We're going to be releasing our little, um, sorry, not our little lemon friends, our interview with Ghost that happened yesterday and our Rusty Hogs interview that's going on at 2 p.m. Eastern today. Uh, so we'll drop those over the weekend uh, for a little bit of content to, to fill in some gaps. So uh, yeah, thank you so much. And we'll, uh, we'll see you soon.